Tuesday practice. Yesterday we had a walkthrough. Uh, Monday, you know, we don't meet with the players till five o'clock. I always get questions on Monday about how are the players excited? How's their, you know, really we haven't seen them since last week. But, you know, we've had two practices uh, within the last 24 hours. Uh, today we, uh, you know, you're forming your in-season practice habits now. We had full pads on today and uh, started a little slow but did pick up at the end. A lot of things we've got to clean up in terms of our habits and our approach and our mindset when we hit the field to be the best we can be. And uh, so tomorrow's a work day. And uh, players will be excited to play, but they have to understand that we've got to put the work in and do the preparation throughout the week to put ourselves in best position. You know, I felt, uh, you know, because I feel the buzz out there a little bit right now as the game is approaching. And uh, last night, uh, once I got home and uh, today, you know, at lunch, I ran out real quick. And um, But there's still so much work to be done, you know, from my standpoint. How about the guys? Do you, do you get a sense that it is game week? Are they a little bit more locked in, ready to go? Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. And, I thought they had good energy last night. Of course, it was a no-pad day, but I liked the way they moved around. Um, so, you know, it'll be a great atmosphere. There's no doubt about it. It's going to be a sellout. We've got great fans, great atmosphere here. It's going to be electric. And what we want to do is, is do all the things we have to do to be prepared and confident so that we can play with poise and not have the butterflies because we know we're totally prepared. I know we've talked about your preparation and do you feel like it went well, that, that you got about as much out of camp and that you're as prepared right now as you can be? No, honestly, I, I think we had some disruptions with COVID uh, that set us back. Uh, we went almost a week and couldn't go 11 on 11. Uh, we had a couple kids retire from football um, on the defensive side that made us thin, and we had to reshuffle some guys. And uh, so from that standpoint, uh, you know, while I, I feel like we started strong on defense in camp, you know, then when the COVID hit, we were sort of like playing catch up. But I like, I really like what I've seen the last couple of days there on that side of the ball. What is the COVID policy moving forward into the season if someone gets it? What, what are the rules that you guys have to follow? They're kind of the same as the CDC. It's a five-day thing, but if you're symptomatic, you get tested. Talk about the quarterback. <laughs> Which one? There's. You can talk about theirs if you want. Yeah. Just talk about the competition. And has it made yeah. all of them that much better just because they've been battling? I think so. Uh, they all had uh, pretty equal reps in the spring. Uh, Billy and, and uh, Toddy have had more reps with the ones and twos. And Todd's had the most reps with the ones. And Billy would then with the twos. And. Uh, you know, I've seen their game really develop through camp. And Alonza, you know, has a great future. And, you know, right now we're kind of using them down on the scout team to give the defense a good look with this challenging offense that we're going to see. But that that's not going to be all year long. Um, you know, you never know what can happen. Uh, so I think they've all gotten better. And with Todd, it seems like he's jumped in and been a leader from day one. He's been pretty vocal. Have you, has that impressed you with what he's been able to do like that, just jumping in with his one year left? Yeah, I think he's got a real good rapport with the guys in the locker room, which, you know, means something. He's been through the wars, too. You know, he's played in big stadiums before. So, he, you know, he's a six-year guy as a veteran. You talked about kind of like seeing 
Todd and Billy kind of take strides through through camp. Where have you seen their game kind of elevate the most as, as this competition has kind of gone on? I think just the knowledge of what we're trying to get done offensively and, you know, when you know the right buttons to push or where to go with the ball or the right protection calls, then, you know, your execution improves. You mentioned shuffling the defensive line around a little bit with those guys mm-hmm. retiring. Were some of these new guys you brought in, were they guys you thought maybe could play both inside and outside, or is this kind of getting out of their comfort zone? Well, Jamari Edwards was always an inside guy in our mind. Uh, but, you know, he had the ankle surgery as soon as he got here. And he just didn't, you know, he worked out maybe five times this summer. And then, uh, so he's been playing himself into shape. And uh, Jamari Cromaw, uh, we brought in thinking we'd put him at end. But, you know, with Carp sliding the nose, which is really his true position. And he, he's a terrific nose guard. I don't think you guys are really quite aware of that. <laughs> he's really good. Um, that, you know, Cromaw's played inside before and we need depth. We're getting funk back too, so. How about those linebackers? Taurus and Jalen have shown a lot of potential. Yeah. Do you like what they've done so far and how they've progressed? Yeah, I think the guy that doesn't get mentioned probably enough is Mateo, who's a real mature guy that's very popular and has good leadership qualities. And, you know, he's been a good special teams player. And, you know, he's been on the field playing linebacker for us the last couple of years and will this year too. And, you know, he's a guy that can kind of show the younger guys the way. Because, you know, Taurus is still young in a lot of different ways, but very talented. Jalen Walker is a guy that's screwed in. It's kind of like, you know, when you plug him in at the beginning of camp, he just goes and goes and goes. So. What's your scouting report on Middle Tennessee? What have you learned about this team? Well, we've been watching them really for a long, long time. And uh, dynamic receivers, a lot of uh, guys that can really scoot, quick, fast space players with ball skills that can break tackles and get open deep. And then they've got some big receivers, too, that are good players. Uh, And the quarterback, you know, they haven't announced their quarterback. We'll see who it is. Uh, So new offense, up-tempo, play real fast, and uh, we got to be ready for the tempo because, you know, can't really sub on defense. And when the ball's in the middle of the field, you better make sure you're lined up right because a lot of defenses have problems getting lined up in the middle of the field, especially with tempo. What kind of challenge does the receivers kind of make for the secondary, which is kind of kind of thin for you guys? You no, know, we got to cover them, and then we got to tackle them in space. So that's why it's important we put pressure on the quarterback and keep them in the pocket. Don't let them run up through or get out of the pocket and extend plays. And you mentioned that with pressure. Will that be a key, especially early in the year, with some young guys in the secondary and quarter and trying to kind of get those guys um, to where you want them to be? I mean, it always is. I, I think no matter who the corners are out there, the less time the quarterback has to throw the ball, the better chance they have. And I like our guys, our 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 guys back there. You know, they have talent. Some of them are a little young, but I have confidence in them. Were you able to learn anything from? Film watching Jamari go up against this offensive line the past few years. He had a really good game. Probably his best game last year was against Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Does that help you kind of prepare? You, seeing him go up against a similar offensive line or not, not really? Well, I'm glad he played really well against them since they're our opener. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the kind of guy who brings like any particular Penn 
He, you know, he might have some insight. I'm just trying to get him to line up right right now and play hard every play. You mentioned a new coordinator. Do you look at, at where he was before in their offense that they ran where he was at? Oh, yeah, quite a bit. I mean, that's the scheme that he ran, air raid. And uh, so, now you still got to go back and look at them from the past year for personnel. And there's some things they did well that, you know, he, Rick is an offensive head coach. All these head coaches hire a new coordinator, and they got a couple things they believe in that they don't want to let go of or have an idea or two, you know. So, yeah, definitely. Have you known Coach for a while? I've known of him. We've met a few times. Uh, he was a good player at Florida State when Bobby Bowden was getting it going at quarterback. He's had some really good teams. They're very well coached. they got veteran staff. Uh, guy on defense used to be the head coach at Syracuse. Does a great job with, you know, defensively with what they have, and uh, you know, they're a very well coached team. And talk about their defense again. Their D line is going to be the strength. Uh, Ferguson's really good up front. Is that a key for you guys to at least contain those guys a little bit? Yeah, they're good there, and uh, a lot of new guys at linebacker in, in the secondary. But I think I just think that schematically. Uh, you know, they're going to stop the run first is what they want to do, which everybody wants to do. Uh, but all the different ways to do it. And then, uh, you know, very disciplined uh, on defense and uh, multiple in terms of the things they can do week to week. You mentioned a couple of weeks ago about maybe changing the identity, being more physical with your offensive line and doing that. Um, do you like how that's progressed? And do you feel like that can be something that, that you can lean on I guess we'll find out Saturday. <laughs> At this point, you've been talking with your team about what your expectations are. What have you seen out of some of the most senior leaders on this team that are taking this new step in the journey as well? What are you seeing under their leadership to some of these younger players that are yeah. everyone's figuring it well, out? Well, you know, we're kind of process-oriented, as most teams are, uh, you know, being in the here and now and, uh, you know, controlling the controllables. And I think we've got quite a few older guys that have been in the program a long time that, uh, you know, are really setting a good example. Let's face it, uh, college football now is a different dynamic with the transfer portal and NIL and, you know, all these head coaches cross-country are dealing with 30% roster turnover, and we didn't have quite as many. So it's a different dynamic. And, uh, like, I'm proud of, uh, you know, the way the older guys uh, practiced in the spring and practiced. We still have one or two that can get on board a little better. And we're going to need them to get on board. Do you have anyone um, that you know for sure, whether through injury or disciplinary reasons, that you won't have available on Saturday? No. Okay. Kind of going to the uh, running back room, obviously getting, you know, Percy back, Kalon back. Um, you know, from last year, they've, you know, had most of the run in the spring and the fall, I guess. You know, are they people you kind of want to ease into the offense, or are they kind of full go or week one and going forward? Well, there's no need to really ease anybody in. This is our first game. And, uh, you know, Percy is a proven commodity, and he's carried the ball a lot in the past. And Kalon's looked dynamic, and, you know, Latrell's had some big games. So, How do you kind of plan on, you know, using all three of them, and, like, what do you kind of envision their roles kind of being week one going forward? Well, somebody asked me that the other day, uh, in fact, yesterday. Um, you know, Percy's going to start the game, and Latrell's back up. Percy, and then uh, right now Kalon, and we got a couple other guys that could see the field too. How much easier for you to 
to have like kind of these backs that you're having a deep room to kind of just rotate them in and not have to worry about kind of a, a drop off when you put in one of them? Oh, well, it's great to have depth like that in competition. And we're not, you know, we're not quite as deep at some other positions as we are there. Yeah. Have you seen guys like Percy and Latrell kind of push Kalon through camp at being back out there and healthy? Yeah, I think Percy's a good leader, but Kalon's a guy that doesn't need pushed. You know, he's got a motor and he works hard. He gives 100% of everything he does. Offensively, I know your first two years, or, or, or 2019, you guys were so heavily running the ball, power running. Ben was obviously a mobile quarterback. And then going into last fall, you evolved with your weapons on the outside and became more of a passing offense. And then in the offseason, you guys looked like getting back to that physical running style this year. Has that been a point of emphasis? Do you envision this team maybe being a little bit more of a physical running team similar to 19, which you guys had? We'll see Saturday. Okay. <laughs> uh, talk to me a little bit about what how the corners have been progressing throughout this training camp. I know that a lot of people focused on the D-line. But you know, Jordan Swan out. missed the week uh, here a little while back. He's back. He's had a really good camp. I think we've got uh, – Coakley has done, you know, extremely well. Bren Austin uh, has done a nice job. Uh, you know, we have four or five guys back there that have the ability. Uh, now, some of them are going to get thrown in the fire pretty quick, but – that's what it is. Do you think a team like Middle Tennessee, which throws the ball a lot, is kind of a, a quick test for, for the secondary? Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. And maybe with, you know, your receivers, do you kind of see kind of stepping up as that, you know, number two option to Chris? Uh, I thought Reggie made a lot of plays for us last year and had a really good spring. He's had a really good fall camp. And uh, I'm, I'm looking for him to have a really big year. And I thought Rav, once he came back from his injury, made a lot of big plays for us too. And he's been outstanding the last couple of weeks. You know, and Terrence Green has been out there and, and made plays also. So. you feel good about your kicking game right now and, and your specialist? I do. Yeah, I do. I feel real good about our long snapper, our punter. Uh, you know, Camden's been really good on field goals. You know, Madden kicking the ball off, you know, through the end zone. Uh, you know, our return game, kickoff return is good. Uh, you know, Surratt is the first team putt return. He's got really good hands. Yeah. You had the walk-on tries last week. I saw a few new guys out there today. Kind of what was that right. like and how many guys did you end up kind of taking from that? Yeah, well, you know, we have 113 lockers, so that's how many we can have on our team. Uh, we had six open spots because we had some guys leave during camp or whatever. And we're really short uh, because we've got some uh, guys out right now. Uh, at receiver and DB, you know, we're having a hard time with the scout team right now. So, you know, we were able to pick up some good candidates there. Uh, we picked up probably six new guys. And I think, you know, a kicker, a D lineman, and a couple receivers, a couple DBs.